Welcome back. You're in the Gold Room. Presented by Will Strickland and Parker Stone. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Hello. the Gold Room. Welcome back. We're back in the Gold Room. <laughs> Turns out we we didn't end after fifty episodes. We no. decided to make one more. Hey, it's like Attack on Titan season four, man. We're splitting up the half season into half seasons, into thirds, into thirds, into a movie, into thirds. Thirds. So you've got eighty more episodes coming, and then maybe we'll switch studios or something, and then like yeah, we'll change we'll the animation. To, maybe we'll do a spinoff. Maybe a prequel. Ooh, prequel would be cool. The gold requel? The gold. <laughs> What's the prequel to the gold room? Silver? No. The Incan Empire. <laughs> <laughs> the Incan Empire. All right, we're off to a great start. I'm Will Strickland, App State Cone Boy. I'm Parker Stone, App State Cone Enforcer. We just watched the App State versus Monroe basketball game. I also attended the App State JMU basketball game White in out. Boone yeah. on Saturday. And then we watch the game before that against Marshall and uh, Holmes. So we're kind of briefly covering the last three games here. Um, we've got 15 minutes on the clock here. We've got some Fortnite to attend to. So we're kind of get down to brass tacks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, did you, were you able to watch the Marshall game or were you busy? Uh, I was working during both Marshall and JMU. Okay. I caught bits and pieces of, of both when I could look down. Yeah. So Marshall and JMU had a very similar theme in that, um, well, I would say that Marshall was objectively the better team. Yeah, um, Marshall sitting at 8-4 in conference right now, like, they're the real right. deal. JMU, I wouldn't necessarily say that after that game. Yeah. But both games went the same way, where um, the first half, we just went down too much. We put ourselves in too much of a hole. Our play style is too slow. We're a defense-first team, and we intentionally try to fill as much shot clock as possible. Mm -hmm. We are intentionally trying to control the flow of the game with the with our offense and just try, trying to take as much time as we can. By doing that, if it works, it's great. Your 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 opponent's flustered, and their opponent their the offense f falls apart. When it doesn't work, and you get down by. 11 in the first half yeah you run out of time to come back even if there's five minutes left on the clock and you're down eight you're out of time and that's exactly what happened to both teams in the second half we would come back we would be within three within two within one we were tied i think at one point we were up two on marshall and then just both jmu and marshall they would score in batches to go up six go up seven yeah and we just couldn't claw back um the biggest takeaway for me was being at the whiteouts, being up there for the uh, the whiteout against JMU. First of all, huge props to marketing for that game. Yeah. Marketing team did a phenomenal job. They went all out. Um, the shirts were great. Um, pers I, I think the shirts should have been a free giveaway. I think charging for the shirts was, you know, eh. Oh, those were sold? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that. Oh. Yeah, I thought it was like you have to buy it if you're not going to be there or if you're not a student. Yeah. But yeah, like everyone had to pay. Oh. That's, kind of. That's a, that's a, how, eh. much, how much were they? 15. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Could have, could have been better. Yeah, that's, but that's tough. 
Everything else was phenomenal. The pregame entertainment they had. Yeah. They had an elementary school do the national anthem, which is like, oh, say, can you say? <laughs> they had the local dance and gymnastics club do a routine. Halftime, we had the fuck the twenty year old, not twenty year old, the twenty year uh, professional Simon, Simon Cesar. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Will Neanderthal for getting the dub. Yeah. Winning the competition. The split out. That was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. He was that Simon Says guy. He says, "All right, uh, Will and finalists. It was a, a Will and a, and a girl. It was like, all right." Simon says, dance off. And the girl stands there. She turns into like, it's like she, like she looked at Medusa. Yeah. Turns to stone. So all Will had to do was the robot. Anything, yeah. And he did the split, which was uncalled oh, for. and timed up to the music. And that's like, like <laughs> I, I, I met Neanderthal when I was, I was a, a five-year senior at this point. Whoa. And he was a freshman. COVID year. COVID, COVID year. Add another major year. That's right. Um, And I know this is something he's been working to. He's been practicing. I know he's been in the lab trying to get that split. That I know that took time to get there. I know that took courage, preparation, <laughs> courage. and work to get to the point where you're in front of the biggest crowd in the home center in in a in long several years time. probably. And you hit that to win the Simon Says competition. I mean, that's the stuff of legend. I mean, Simon Says ended with a dance contest is is weak. That's that's it's objectively a, weak. It's, yeah, I mean, it's all right. Uh-huh. Dance, dance party. <laughs> but he killed it. He gave us a great opportunity. Yeah, no. Thankfully, that. Will near end Right. I'm sorry if we doxed you there. No, no. He posted it. He posted okay, it. Okay, cool. Um, I texted him. I was like, can I say your name or is that doxing? <laughs> he said, no, it's cool. Um, the crowd was awesome. Late in the second half against Jamie, Terrence Harcum hits a three to tie up the game. Yeah. Straight up the loudest I've ever heard home center. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm phenomenal. <laughs> I got lightheaded. I am mad I wasn't there. I stood up. I'm going, let's fucking go. What the fuck is up? What the fuck is up? In my head, I'm like, oh, whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting down for a few seconds, stone faced. Get my shit together, man. Keep it together, man. <laughs> Also, uh, Holmes, facility manager, whatever's going on, the railing in front of me, if I had leaned on it, I'd be dead. I would have <laughs> Well, I actually plummeted to my death. I do know that the Holmes uh, facility manager is is a constant list- listener to our podcast. Oh. Um, so. Can I tell you something else? Yeah. I think. I don't know. Can you, can you, what is happening here? <laughs> I think security guard one is back. No. I th- Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold, hold. Why I didn't you confirm think... this? Why would you leave this up to... I was scared. I didn't want to get kicked out. Was he like on the court credentialed? He was He was working security. He had his walkie-talkie. He has, he has, yeah. He's, I think he's back. After, after what, a year? Two years Multiple off? Multiple years. Multiple years. The last I saw him was the one, the, the Georgia State game we went to during, like, like, during COVID. Yeah, so during COVID. So, 20... Spring 2021. Spring 2021. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's him. Because he came up to us to try to see if our tickets were fake. Yeah, they kept checking to see if we had uh, what, like, uh, forged our basketball. And he, I think he he apologized because we knew it. Like, we felt like we were being profiled. (laughs) Profile. Well, because. (laughs) Uh, It was weird. We got our tickets checked multiple times. Apparently, that that, like during the limited quantity of tickets we had available, like we're. 
supposed to go to Yosef Club people, whatever. Right. But someone reached out to to Drunk Yosef and got tickets, so we we went. Yeah. But we clearly were not like we came in as loud and yeah. rambunctious as. Oh normal. yeah, we were up there, dead silent. You can hear a pin drop. We we're going, yeah, <laughs> we're doing our normal thing. And and like the like people clearly were like, oh my god, no, yeah. <laughs> and he like comes over and checks our tickets once, leaves. Then comes back and looks at me and he says, sorry, I trust you guys, but, you know, I just got to do my job here. Like. <laughs> so we lost the JMU game, but that was the most exciting moment I've ever experienced in the home center. It's uh, it's tough because you think about Forest Fire and just Forest hitting that, that three to beat Georgia Southern. That was, obviously, we won that game, right? Yeah. That was, like, the last possible second, right? It's hard to equate the two because the crowd there, it was during break. Like, yeah. there was no crowd. We were the crowd. Yeah. It, I this mean, crowd was, was like, like January 3rd. This crowd was phenomenal. I mean, I think it may have been like 2,000 people. That's awesome. Know. Crowd was incredible. So the volume was way louder, way more exciting. It, that was incredible. That moment was was phenomenal. I'll never forget that. Uh, but we lost. And then tonight, we play Monroe. Um, we looked really, really good in the first half. Well... I don't know if really, really good. We had, uh, it's it was just an overall extremely low-scoring game. But didn't we, I think we won with 47 points, which is weird to win a basketball game with 47 points. Yeah. Um, but Monroe is ass. Um, I mean, we did have a 17-point lead, and they came back within three or two at one point. Yeah, that, that's something I, but they're still I, ass. I would like to talk about that I noticed. Go ahead. Get off your chest. We were kind of firing on all cylinders at that point in the second half we built that lead and i think the the kind of core there was was justin debaji and xavion mm-hmm. and then for some reason we kind of got stale and never went back to that group it felt like we were moving the ball really really quickly it felt like there was a lot of good movement good spacing and then we kind of we saw that we were up 17 and we got into that yep. like all right, we're going to control the game now. We're going to move slow yeah. on offense. We're going to let the full play develop. We're going to, you know, play super good defense and see if we can hold this. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to have seen late kind of when it got close, that that group and that whatever we were doing then come back. It was nice, though. More than I've seen him doing any other game, Justin Abson was talking his shit. Oh, Justin Abson. That Abson, was awesome. T- tonight was a Justin Abson master class. The, Phenomenal the game. blocks. Uh, what was his name? 14 on, on U1. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, a boof. I, I don't want to. Yeah, I'm just going to be so yeah, wrong. No, yeah. Good, yeah, good, he, good they, were, they were in a, in a one-on-one battle all, repeatedly, and Justin won probably. Bafudo. Bafudo. Victor Bafudo. Looking like a Bozuto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just it's hysterical because someone like who Bafudo is clearly much older than Justin Abson uh was awful yeah and bullied by Justin like probably I think this is the most athletic game that I can think of from yeah. Justin Abson thus far I agree he was all over the place down there I agree because when you get these like Monroe like uh D1 mid-major that's really not that great I mean we did it you get the the guys that the international players that come and they're seven six but they can't really play basketball anywhere else so they go to Monroe. Yeah. We yeah. were doing I mean App did that. That's what you do when your program is you don't really have anything to build off of. So yeah, I mean Abson was up against someone that was as big as him. Probably a little bigger. Yeah. 
And he was still bullying them. Still bullying them. Uh, he did miss several free throws, so, you know, I'm going to work on that. But uh, he could, Justin Abson could go 0% for, on his free throws the rest of the season, and I would still keep him in as much as humanly possible. I would only, I would only take him out if he said, Coach, I cannot breathe. I need a break. That's how much I think Justin Abson means to our team. Yeah. I think without him out there, we have a 0% chance of winning. And I would hate to see what would happen if he got injured. Yeah, absolutely. An App State team with no Justin Absent would be frightening. Well, Not in a good way. Well, it, it would be a big blow, but thankfully, like that is one area where I feel like we are really de- deep True. right now. True. Uh, between Justin, CJ, Debaji, and Tamel, like our, we're good in our front court. Yeah. Like we, we've got backups, we got sides. Any one of those dudes could start, any one of those dudes yeah. can play 30 minutes. Oh, Justin is the best option. Let's though. let's I don't know how we overlook this. Yeah. Xavion Brown. Come on, man. Hey, I know you hold the tears. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You keep talking about Xavion. Xavion Brown. The last four games, he missed eleven consecutive free throws. The second oh. half, he goes yeah. to the line. And sinks both of them. Nothing but net. X gon' give it to you. Dog it. <laughs> yeah, he hit two free throws. <laughs> That's it. That's what we were talking about. He hit up. two free throws back to back on the Nothing same but foul. Net. Like, not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Will, I. What actually, a hood, what a hood, what a hood at. <laughs> Will in the first half, kind of at halftime, they, they showed our stats, whatever. When Will saw our free throw percentage was zero, he actively was just yelling. Now, I think we may have only had one or two attempts. I don't care. Zero percent free throw for, and a half, even if you only have one attempt, is bad. Yes. Yeah. No. You, the, just any stat bad. line. Any stat line at half. Any time, stat line that says zero, zero. Unless it says turnovers. Yes. <laughs> unless it's turnovers. <laughs> that I was actually shrieking. Yes. I was I was having a fit. Yes. That was bad. But when Xavion came back, the thing is, man, if Xavion could go 60% at, from the free throw line. Yes. And hit one three-pointer every game he's in the nba tomorrow yeah xavion is one of the most athletic basketball players i have seen at any level of basketball he was putting on he had some mixtape plays yes tonight his handles are hot his assists his his dunks that pass under the basket the the kick to debaji for the three when he blocked that dude on the threes like right He's a what six one guard that when he actually full on leaps like he's not getting his head above the rim he's getting like his chest above the right. rim like Xavion I feel like if he tried hard enough could jump and then sit on the rim right now imagine if he could hit free throws somewhat consistently and he could get more playing time yes you don't have to sub him in and out in and out yeah, for the last you, 2 minutes of the game exactly if you get close you you feel like you can play him instead of right. having to you know only play him on defense and kind of hide him in the offense yeah, yeah. he uh I, I i almost feel like Zavon is like the key for next year yes if we can get if, him if if we can ha- get Zavion to to this mythical 70% free throw <laughs> level and can maybe have You over 7 i just want 60 dude but 
a, a starting backcourt oh my god of of improved new x and terrence dude that would actually be with justin insane. and cj and probably your three money mantis and maybe the Baji. i don't know don't know where the eligibility is i'm sure there's a covid year somewhere one. in there <laughs> yeah i think you might have to get a waiver but maybe I would. I know he's probably not gonna have another year, but I would love to get have more another uh, another more year Dibaji. with Debaji. Yes, yeah, I absolutely want more Debaji. Um, Mantis was back this game as well. Yeah, Mantis, Marshall, looked, and JMU. Facing. He couldn't hit. What's he couldn't hit the brow side of a barn. He literally could not hit the rim. Boot scooting boogie. Boot scooting boogie. He was airballing three pointers repeatedly. Yeah, and tonight he was back. That's he, good. He was oh, making then, some shots. You just gotta get your confidence back, and that like I just wish we'd just kind of keep our foot on the gas, just yeah. just more. Like when we play aggressive on offense, we look really really good. Yeah, we do. And you know, I know our guard rotation's a little deep right now, or not deep right now. It is. It we're pretty banged up there. Um, you're kind of rotating the three guys, and that can be your ball handlers. But I I know they're gonna get tired, but when we start playing slow and we start, you know, letting teams kind of figure out what we're going to do. Yeah. Th- that's when like we have these long scoring drought moments. Right. It gets kind of painful to watch, but And that's I wonder if this offseason Kearns really thinks about his philosophy. Yeah, that offense. Because I think th- the defensive focus philosophy he's had since he's got here, I think this year has been the the there's been the most times where it has cost us compared yeah. to help us compared to past seasons. And I wonder if, if he's – because sometimes when we're in a hole against great teams, yeah. we do speed it up and we do shoot quick and we, we, we can't. Can we have the ability in. to come back. Yeah. So I wonder if he thinks maybe we just scrap it and we go to an offense-focused team. You know, I think looking at the personnel that we're going to have back next year, it's going to be a, not as defense-focused. Like, you're not going to have a guy like Donovan Gregory. Um, I, I'd like to see it. I think, you know, if you have Xavion and Terrence and Mantis in your starting group, mm-hmm. I think the first thing you're going to need to see is consistency, though. That yeah. You know, I don't think we can always afford to play a super offensive game plan just because, you know, Mantis and Terrence have both been hot and cold all year. Mm-hmm. Um Terrence the hottest though. Terrence definitely the most consistent. Yes. He was a little off tonight. Yeah, tonight he did not score until the free throws at the end of the game. So, um, yeah, I, I think there's gonna have to be a little bit retool the team with whatever we have next yeah, year. I agree. Um, I think we're gonna play a little, I guess, uh, little little farther behind the arc on offense. Uh, I think you're gonna have to space people out a lot. Uh, I'm not gonna say better, but but differently. Um. And let me just say, uh, the, the, the couple naysayers out there saying that we should fire Kearns after first this off, season. First off, like, half of y'all are doing it as a meme. because ha- Yes, half, yeah. yes. half of y'all are like, yes. Because of the fire Clark, fire yeah, Clark. Car- as if the dude didn't just go six and six or seven. Yeah. Basically six and six. No, basically five and seven. One of them has a Sunbelt Conference championship ring. Yeah, that's it. That's all you have. Done. Yeah. Sorry. Like, that's point case. That's case it. Close, closing the book. Don't care. One of them won a conference. The other one didn't. Yeah. Hasn't. Right, you know, one of them inherited a four decades long successful program, and the other inherited, inherited nothing. Cheeks. Yes, <laughs> he was inheriting guys throwing the ball off the corner of the backboard. <laughs> you know, 
How long is this? This is a long 15 minutes. Yeah, what? we're at 19 now. I figured we round up to 20 and call it. I mean, I, th- I felt like we were being pretty efficient with our time. I think we were too. Uh, I want to end with a uh, shout out to TK High Country. Getting a clip of uh, that Monroe player putting up a layup? Uh, he, yeah, he kind of like went to put the ball in the basket, either via dunk or a layup. <laughs> decided he was going to pick a, a third <laughs> option in there. <laughs> and instead, the ball just. It's just, the same as when like you're talking. And you think of saying two words at the same time, so you combine them. Yes. Like you're trying to say, like, uh, hand me that and give me that. And you say, gand me that. (laughs) (laughs) That's what that guy did at the hoop. (laughs) He went for a layup and it wound up at the free throw line. Yes. Like, there was no one near him. Mantis was kind of close, but, like, clearly not contesting. He goes, (laughs) I'm going here. I will quote that on the Goldrum account right now. I'll say, uh, for your reference on the newest episode. So when you're listening to this right now, you can go to the account, find that tweet, and you'll see what we're referring to. See, this is a 4D experience. This is an immersive podcast experience. No one is doing it. Again, another moment in podcast right? history. Right? Gold Room history is American history in the fucking podcast.